The Bulldogs hold on, and what a great game it was. Hello, everybody. Terry Bennett here on the Coconut Cowboys Bandera Coaches Show right here on S2S Sports Network, part of L4 Media. As the Bulldogs jump out to the big lead at half, 21-6, Cole is able to claw back into it. And, man, what a crazy fourth quarter it was. Both teams scoring two touchdowns, uh, but Bandera making the defensive plays when needed. Jeffrey Thomas with the game-sealing interception with a couple minutes to go. Uh, On the offensive side, Juan Cabrera had nine carries and 95 yards and two touchdowns in the fourth quarter alone. As a team, uh, Bandera rushed for, what, I think almost 350 yards, something like that. I think this is a really huge win for Bandera to go to 4-0. You know, you get in those games where you have a big lead and and, and then they disappear – a lot of times you can't you can't get it back. Once that momentum's ripped from you, you just can't take it back. Bandera able to take it back to me is huge. Uh, you can talk about you know some turnovers. You can talk about some special teams issues. But at the end of the day, uh, when they needed to, this band, uh, Bandera team just was able to 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 put the plays up uh, to get the lead back and to end up winning. And, and congrats to Cole on a great game. They, they could have easily just shut it down when they were up 21-6, to six, but they didn't. Uh, they stayed in this game. And this is, man, this is one of those games that, you know, what Friday night football is all about, man. A great back-and-forth game. One team down a couple scores. They come back, they tie it, and then the other team's able to kind of, you know, parlay with them for a couple drives and then get the big plays. Uh, and, and this is where, you know, we talked about it last week, just living in the moment, have fun, enjoy the games. Uh, and this was a great game. And it's going to be another great game this week as former district brethren Hondo uh, now in 3-8. They're 4-0 as well. Man, they had a big win over Divine last week, 44-6. to uh, But, yeah, th- th- this is you know a rivalry game at its best. Two teams coming in, combined 8-0. Uh, it- it's going to be a blast of a game. And, and, you know, we were talking about it with Coach. You know, last year's game was the same way. You know, that was a 25-24 game. That was that game where it, it looked like Bandera had, had given up their chance to score late. They threw an interception. You then had a uh, personal foul uh, that kept Bandera alive uh, and ended up winning by one point. And I don't think it's going to be any different this week. And as always, we're going to be talking to the head coach of the Bulldogs, Coach Joe Fontenot Amity. But first, let's talk about Coconut Cowboys. Located at 410 Main Street right there in Bandera. If you have any questions, you can give them a call, 830-444-0199. Or you could just go by and get you a wonderful yogurt, get you a specialty tea, a boba tea. Check out their gift shop. Uh, also, check out the banner. We have a banner there. We we kind of forgot to talk about that more. Uh, but there's a cool banner there that shows that they are the title sponsor uh, for the Bandera Football Coaches Show. Or I should just say Coaches Show because we are going to do some volleyball stuff here, and I promise it's soon. Uh, but, yeah, check out Coconut Cowboys, 410 Main Street right there in Bandera. Monday, or hours are Tuesday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday, 8.30 a.m. to 6 p.m., and tell them that you heard about them here on the Bandera Coaches Show if you're a visitor coming through. All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, it is the head coach of the Bulldogs, Coach Joe Fontenot Amity, to talk the big win against Cole and the huge matchup against Hondo right here on the Coconut Cowboys Bandera Coaches Show on L4 Media.
Here at L4 Media, we talk high school football, 4A, 3A, and 2A in Texas. We talk East Texas sports. We talk NFL, guy talk, movie, and booze. We also talk wrestling and so much more. And you can see it all on our YouTube channel at L4 Media Company. Like and subscribe. Terry Bennett back here on the Coconut Cowboys Bandera Coaches Show. Now joined by the head coach of the Bulldogs, Coach Joel Fontenot Amity. And Coach, congratulations. Another win. But, woo, boy, they made you sweat it out in that second half. <laughs> yeah, they did. We went into halftime uh, with a sizable lead. And a um, couple turnovers later, all of a sudden it's 21-21 and in the fourth quarter. Man, it was a great football game. Well, and you and I were talking off the before we started recording that, you know, as long as you win, this isn't a bad thing to happen. You get tested. Uh, your, your defense has to kind of wake back up. But your offense also does. And I thought that y'all responded very well in that fourth quarter, a couple big plays and, and that ground game once again for y'all. Just huge. Yeah, we've got a couple of guys who run the football really well. And uh, our offensive line, man, they've, I've told you for a couple of weeks now, it's something that we needed to see was them perform well and, and and man they they really did uh in the third and fourth quarter in particular last week so defense made plays when they needed to uh we kind of let them back in the game with some turnovers but you know all the credit to coach kissy and, and his staff and his kids and uh, they played a great second half last week well when you talk about the turnovers uh is that something you're you emphasize when, when you have a, a, a game where you have multiple turnovers the next week in practice is that something you you emphasize on try to work on yeah, absolutely. We, you know, we Thursday is big ball security day for us. Um, you know, I will say it's it's a it was a kind of a funky thing because we actually caused four turnovers, the most that we've caused all year yep. defensively. But then giving them two back to back, you know, one on the uh, we're we're going in on the thirty about thirty five on a mesh, they blew it up and got the football and then kind of grinded the clock and then back to back that with a returned uh, or a kickoff covered. Uh, and all of a sudden, off in, in those two straight possessions, it was kind of a funky deal where it wasn't necessarily uh, a ball security deal, but just two really good plays by them. Well, and as you said, as long as you win, this this is actually at the end of the day, it's it's good to see your team have to have that adversity where you have a lead, you're comfortable, a couple turnovers, it flips on you, but y'all then respond, and that's the most important part of it is the fact that y'all did respond. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. That's I was really proud of our team and the way we responded in a tough atmosphere, man. And uh, at the end of the game, really had to make plays and kids just really trusted in what we were doing and each other. And it was a great way to end it, uh, no doubt about it. We're, and and they, they ended up excited and fired up and they were already coming off the field talking about playing Honda. They're, they're fired up. Well, let's go ahead and talk about the Owls. They, like you, are unbeaten. They're 4-0. They beat Divine uh, last week, 44-6. to I told you this. I think this is the best team you've seen to date this year. What are your thoughts on the Owls? Yeah, I'd agree, man. They're the most complete football team. Uh, defensively, they're very disciplined uh, within their box, and uh, they, they tackle well across the board, uh, very disciplined in their game plan, and they follow and stick to game plans across the board this year. So, uh, defensively, they're certainly the best we've seen. And offensively, they've got a really good quarterback and a receiver and running back and then really good up front again in the box. So it's going to be, it's going to be fun, man. I, I never would have dreamed we're both four and, uh, four and oh heading into this thing. Uh, but we, we're so excited to have this game. And, um, and, and this is the reason we kept it on the schedule after they 
uh, were removed from our district or kind of went down to 3A. We kept this game like hoping for a big-time playoff atmosphere before we head into district play. Yeah, and last year this game was a great one. What was it, like 25-24? Yeah, it was phenomenal. Uh, it, it was unbelievable. Um, had a chance to go in and score uh, to put it away at the end. Uh, they got an interception and uh, a penalty for uh, pile driving our quarterback a couple yards out of bounds, and um, and and, then, and and it was uh, a couple plays away. Them driving at the end from a field goal and uh, just got a stop on fourth down. It was it was a great game, one of the better games probably of 2022 for us. You're sitting here now. You, you know we're week five of the football season. You're four games in. You'll be five after this one, and yet you still have another non-district game. Are, are you getting antsy for district play to start? <laughs> yeah, we, uh, really. It takes a lot of patience, man. It's kind of like driving in San Antonio, uh, which I did for about <laughs> five years. Uh, good Lord, <laughs> help me work on some patience. So it's a, it feels like the same thing. We're just trying to be patient and continue to improve. And the goal is the goal, and that's to, to win a district championship. Certainly, uh, five and zero is awesome, or, or whatever it looks like heading into district. But uh, if we're able to get there, but man, we it, it takes a lot of patience. Yeah, I mean, you're sitting here. You're gonna a lot of bigger districts will be two weeks in before you start yours. Let me ask you something though. As a coach, how much are you already looking at some of your not your, your district teams? Now, it's a little easier this week because Hondo literally played Divine last week, so you probably got film on that one. But do you start peeking at your district opponents? Yeah, you do. You do, and, and I think you mentioned it last week on the show that we end up kind of trailing a couple folks, right? So, yeah. uh, Pearsall, we see Pearsall, um, a couple of times and then we see divine and then, uh, you know, we'll see YMLA on film. So we end up seeing a lot of our district opponents, uh, Carrizo, uh, we end up seeing a lot of them along the way. And so, yeah, at that point, yeah, we're looking a little bit, not trying not to focus on them. I get, I get, I, I get it all confused in my head when I start looking too much. So I try to focus on the week's opponent at hand. And how are the sub-varsities doing up to date? Oh, we're doing well. You know, middle school, we've got a bunch of kids learning how to play football. And, <laughs> uh, and so they're, you know, we, we haven't had a tackle program uh, for a few years. And so we're working on kind of uh, slowly bringing that back. But our seventh and eighth graders are getting better uh, every week. And then our sub, our, our JV program, um, we're home against 3-0-1. And so I had another big win last week. And uh, looking forward to they're playing good football, man. We've got some good, good, good young players. It's neat because the program's got to the point where we can keep our a lot of our better uh, JV players on JV. We don't have to uh, kind of rob our sub varsity to supplement our varsity, and it's it's been really good for us. And right there, that's huge. When when you, when your sophomores can stay playing against sophomores and juniors, and they're not having to play up against the big bigger seniors, because I've always believed that sophomore age bracket and size to the senior it's such a big leap in those two years and so being able to keep them on jv allows them in my opinion to develop better yeah it's astronomical uh, absolutely and it's a, it's a it's a funny year because we have quite a well i talked to my staff last week we didn't expect to have we have a big sophomore group we didn't have to expect we didn't expect to have so many sophomores up this year which we do uh but man we've got a really good a freshman group and sophomore group getting significant playing time on, on JV and, and winning games, which is, is good for our kids. 
Is your demanding work lifestyle in need of fire-resistant clothing that can keep up? Well, L4FR clothing should be your go-to for quality, affordability, safety, and style. L4FR was founded by a third-generation oil field worker who is also a veteran. Thus, this company has a deep appreciation for reliability and longevity, all while we provide first-rate customer service. Our durable apparel will serve you well for many years to come, whether you're working on a pipeline, a lineman climbing utility poles, or in any other environment requiring fire-resistant apparel. L4FR has you covered. Our apparel is tough enough to resist hazardous conditions while still providing high comfort and style. L4FR provides clothing options to ensure your safety and comfort, whether you're on the job or not. To view our complete inventory of flame-resistant garments, please visit our online store at L4FRclothing.com or give us a call at 817-757-4935. Si habla espanol. As always, we want to thank the head coach of Bandera, Joe Fontenot Amity, for joining us here on the Coconut Cowboys Bandera Coaches Show. This is going to be an interesting one, man. Get out to this game if you can. Go Travel down the road to Hondo. Uh, I, I think this is just one of those huge games and i know it doesn't matter district you're not even in the same class but i think this is a great measuring stick game for both teams you look at hondo and what they've done 4-0 beating marion carrizo springs bracketville and divine and honestly only being challenged in that marion game and that was a 10-point game for them uh, that offense has been just on fire to start the year with dj richter at quarterback they have a pretty good offensive line and most of them also played defensive line, like Tristan Guerrero, big old beast of a dude, 6'2", 270. They've got speed on the outside, a little smallish on the outside, uh, but they still have a lot of speed. Uh, they have a, a great running back slash linebacker slash tight end slash everything in, in Leland Rodriguez. And he's a guy that you're going to look at him, and he's not super big. Uh, he's not super fast, but, man, he's just a football player. And he he had a huge year last year, and, and he was a top uh, all-district player. I think he was either first or second in d defensive player of the year for that district. Uh, but Richter, their quarterback, he is a big old boy, uh, and he can go and he can throw the ball. Uh, he, he can run. He, you know, it feels like every quarterback nowadays uh, is a dual threat. And he's just a junior. This is a really good team. This is a team that reminds me a lot of that 2020 Hondo team. Uh, that team that, you know, they get into Wimberley and they, they kind of got pushed around in that game. But up until that point, their only loss was to Comfort. You remember Comfort had a really good two-year run there. Uh, they beat Bandera that year 56-14. to 14. But th this team reminds me a little bit of that team just on the, on the depth uh, and the style. And it's going to be an interesting game. This is going to be Bandera's biggest test up to this date, but that's what you need at this point. And that's why you need to be there. This, this is a huge game, man. This is we're, – we're in the meat of the season. This is a rivalry-style game, uh, you know, and I know they're in 3A now, but this game, it just, it just feels like it means just a little bit more than a regular season game, even though no matter what happens, let's remember, it's just a non-district game. But, boy, it's going to be a fun one. Uh, this is one of those I wish I could be at. I'll actually be down the road a ways, but checking out Wimberley versus Lampasas. I'm just curious to see what Lampasas looks like this year. Looks like they're 
closer to their 2019 team when they went 13 and two uh, than they have been the last few years. They've got a lot of talent back, but I want y'all to go out, go down the road, check out this game, enjoy it, and cheer for Bandera. The bus for Bandera is just absolutely fun. I am so glad we're doing a coaches show. You know, when when you choose these coaches shows, man, you just it's luck. You, I mean, some of them it's obvious. I do a Brock show, I do a Franklin show. It's obvious those two teams are going to go far every year in three A. Uh, but with other teams, man, sometimes you just take a chance. And talking with the coach during coaches school, it helps that we both got some Louisiana ties. Uh, we we kind of talked over that. But what really got me was his enthusiasm. And his belief that how good Bandera was going to be and then starting to talk to companies when we were trying to find a sponsor, even the ones that maybe didn't want to sponsor or couldn't, I should say, uh, they still talked about how excited they were at our numbers. Man, we're getting a ton of listeners and we appreciate that from you, Bandera fans. This has been an absolute blast and we still got half a season and I feel we're going to have a few weeks of playoffs as well. Until next time, this has been the Coconut Cowboys Bandera Bulldog Coaches Show right here on S2S Sports, part of L4 Media.